I'm here with Lavina Ray, the 2020 recipient of the Histotech of the Year Award. This award has been given every year since 1975, and it's one of NSH's most prestigious awards. It recognizes someone who has made significant contributions to the histology profession and to NSH as a society. Um, so Lavina, having worked with you in various roles at NSH over the years, I know you fit these qualifications, but reading your nomination made that even more clear. So Histotech of the Year is one of the awards that someone else needs to nominate you for, and your nominator submitted something like 14 letters of recommendation. So for context for our listeners, the application only requires two. But there are that many people with something positive to say about you. So I want to start with a little bit about how you got into histology. You started as a phlebotomist and you were trained on the job in histology. Yeah, well, first, thanks for having me. And um, yeah, I did start out as a phlebotomist. I began my career in a small town, Keokuk, Iowa, at a very small hospital where I was just given the opportunity to participate in a phlebotomy training program. And shortly before beginning my work there, a laboratory technician who happened to work at two different hospitals asked me if I would also be interested in working as a phlebotomist in a neighboring community of Fort Madison, Iowa. So I jumped at the chance. Although it was a, a, a little bit of extra work, working a full and a part-time job, it led to an opportunity to be trained as a histologist in the hospital in Fort Madison. And so began my histology career. It's kind of, it was kind of my lesson one in hard work pays off. It's pretty fitting that you were the histotech of the year for 2020, as 2020 has been the year of COVID. And you're actually in your position right now doing work with COVID studies. Is that right? Yeah, we are. Um, we have been working on COVID-related studies from the beginning of this pandemic. Our team, highly dedicated scientists. Um, we've been working here at Southern Research just really on a crucial piece of the fight against COVID. You know, for many years, I kept, I've kept five words kind of as my guiding principle, and I share them with my team for their approach to their work. And those words are urgency, accountability, responsibility, integrity, and initiative. And really, they've shown me through their work during this pandemic that they listened. I've seen multiple examples of, of all of that from the team and that they understand the importance of those words. So you've actually worked at Southern Research for most of your career, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I worked, I started here in 2001. So I've been here nearly 20 years. Um, and you've been promoted a bunch throughout that time. And that may be due in part to the numerous certifications that you've earned. So in addition to your HT certification, you've gotten certifications in lab management, Lean Six Sigma, lab safety. Why do you think that earning those certifications is important and how have they helped you in your career? Well, I've always kind of been a big believer in continued learning throughout my life, whether it dealt with my career or just personally. And I think continuing education demonstrates to your employer that you're invested in your career and in your own growth. And I think we all need to learn that employee development is important to your employer, but it's not entirely their responsibility to provide it. So, you know, you as an employee must seek those training opportunities and grow as well. So I would say that for me, the additional certifications and trainings definitely have helped my career growth. The certifications I gained, I put to work in my day-to-day -day direct work in my position. And I actually am currently working on the digital pathology certification course offered by NSH to expand my knowledge even more. 
um, I always try to keep that next project, that next continued education opportunity in front of me. How are you finding that course? Or is your lab planning on implementing a digital pathology solution? Uh, not immediately, but I think it's relevant and, um, and pertinent to the current situation that we have with a pandemic that we can learn that really digital pathology is the future for more than just the reasons we knew before. Um, this is the would have been the perfect opportunity to put that in place. Right, because you've been working from home a little bit too during this pandemic, right? Yes, we have. We um, actually were worked remote as possible for a few months. Um, when we got really involved in the studies, a lot of us had to slowly come back, but still there is a lot of the tools that you use remotely that we have to use because we're, we're trying to keep distance within the workplace as well. Right. Yeah, that's, um, that's actually the topic for our April laboratory webinar is talking about COVID and digital pathology um, and how digital pathology has been able to help make that transition for a lot of these organizations. So you've mentioned that you were promoted a few times within your career, but you've been at the same institution for a little less than 20 years now. Something that's kind of rare these days with a lot of people job hopping to find the next opportunity. What has that been like for you to develop your skills at one organization? Well, I may be a little bit old school. Um, I, uh, I really believe that, you know, your dedication to a certain company, your perseverance and hard work pay off. That being said, you have to work for a company that appreciates you as much as you appreciate them. And I've been lucky. I believe that, you know, I've always believed that it's my responsibility to, to be a valuable employee. And it's also my company's responsibility to recognize that value. It's not always been easy, but I just learned that if you work hard and you build your skill set and you make yourself valuable and don't be afraid to let your accomplishments be known, if, the, if you do that, you'll be successful. And like I said, I'm fortunate to have worked for a company where they supported growth and development and rewarded uh, me for my contributions. You know, we really have kind of a diverse group of people here at Southern Research that come together to do really miraculous things. And, and I am really just so blessed to be part of this company. So in my mind, there was no choice but to stay with Southern Research. Yeah, a lot of your recommendations letters were from your colleagues and they all commended your NSH involvement. How has being involved with NSH helped you over the course of your career? And why is it something that your employer values? Well, early on in my career, I made a point of, of sharing information about NSH and, and some other uh, professional organizations with my employer, just to, to let them know what kind of benefits belonging to those organizations can bring them and both me. My involvement with the NSH, they, it's just given me opportunities to network and grow professionally and develop skills that I know I might not have otherwise gained. Those skills translated sort of into added employee value for Southern Research, not just for me, but, but for the teams I manage because I try to make sure that they're involved as well. And luckily for me, Southern Research is a company that supports involvement with professional organizations. But like I said, as with any other company, the employee has to make sure that if a company invests in their continuing education or, or their involvement with these organizations, either in time or money, that you make the best of that investment that the company made in you. And 
it's sort of a pay it forward kind of idea. If they see the benefit that one employee is getting, they're going to support it for other employees as well. They're going to have that continued support. And I think it's your responsibility to be as active a member of NSH as you can be. So how did you initially become involved with NSH and how did you get into the various volunteer roles that you've held? Well, I really got involved in the NSH in 2008. I was approached about going to the 2008 convention, uh, training to be uh, the lead convention assistant uh, for the Birmingham NSH convention when, when, when the convention came to Birmingham. And luckily for me, it, it really offered an opportunity because at that time, there wasn't a lot of uh, support as far as financially to attend the convention. But through volunteering, it made it possible for me to be able to begin to uh, attend the conventions. And from there, the world just opened up. Um, so when the convention came to Birmingham in 2009, I worked as the local contact um, for the workroom. So from there, I joined the convention committee, worked with the convention committee until 2018, and that's when I became awards chair. But there were, there were tons of micro-volunteering opportunities through all those years. You know, I volunteered as a mentor. Um, I worked on strategic planning committees. I volunteered to, to host some of these podcasts, and I, tr I try to stay active on the block as well. There's just there's just, like I said, multiple opportunities to be involved in, with the NSH. And it's those things where you meet new people, you network, um, you make connections where you may be able to reach out and support the histology community as a whole. So really my next big goal is to present a workshop at the convention. It's just getting my nerves up to do that. <laughs> Had actually presented at one of the state conventions, so... I'm I'm seriously considering this year. I'm not making any promises, but but I may just do that. I, I am like I said, I'm always looking for the next the next thing to do to help out the NSH. Awesome. So you've talked a little bit about paying it forward. You've worked your way up to a manager role and you're starting to mentor your employees. How do you encourage your techs to grow in their careers? Well, first thing, every year I make sure that my team has NSH memberships. Our company pays for their memberships, and I try to make sure that they use them. I try to help them to become involved and work them toward the path of volunteering. They're, they're also given multiple opportunities for continuing education. And, and this year, as a matter of fact, I started volunteering some of my time to teach a, an HT course to five of my team members. Um, we're using Carson's Histotechnology, a self-instructional text. And that workbook is a guide for their studies. So we're meeting once a week. They have assignments. They have tests. Um, we're trying to follow kind of that, that course. And I try to give them the tools they need to succeed and just try to act as a support system for them. Unfortunately, in, we don't have a histotechnology school up and operational right now. So we, we are doing what we can. Although the good news is we have a histotechnology program that's starting, um, I believe probably will be up and running next year. And I was fortunate enough to be invited to join the advisory board for that school. So 
I'm hoping that will open up additional opportunities for my team. So beyond that, um, I try to reach out a little bit into the histology field as a whole. This year, I, I worked hard to get some, some proclamations for Histology Professionals Day. And I also have reached out to a small hospital in Illinois and sent them gift baskets for Histology Professionals Day and, and sent them in some information about the NSH and just some of the things that it, I guess just reaching out to those individual people will help our community of histologists grow. That's great to hear that you're going to have a school starting there. We always need more schools. Um, yes, I'm, I'm excited. I've been kind of helping them in the planning phases and as have many of the other histotechnologists here in Alabama to show the need in the South for some of these programs. So I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. So what do you see as the most important skills for your text to be developing? Where do you think that the future of histology is headed? Well, I really think the, the really the most important thing a technician can do for their career is just to gain a strong, basic set of histology skills and then continue to build on those skills. You know, reach into the specialty skills, but don't forget to build up in areas where you round out as an employee, areas like safety and leadership. Just mostly don't forget to shine. You know, there's no reason you shouldn't be proud of your accomplishments. There are so many ways to be proactive about reaching your goals. You know, I, I know a lot of people don't like to brag about themselves and, you know, just toot their own horns, but the truth is there are a lot of really skilled people in the job market and you have got to find a way to put your head just a little bit higher to to have your name known. And there's there's a way to do that without coming across as braggadocious. Do you have any advice for someone who wanted to apply for a scholarship? I would just say think of the end goal. You know, if if you want you have a goal that you that you want to reach. You want to take a course. You want to attend a symposium convention, especially with these educational scholarships. Go out there and, and talk to the people. Talk to your mentors. Talk to your supervisors. Get letters of recommendation. Reach out to your NSH community. Don't be afraid to send letters to people that you have worked with in the past. It's just think of it as... as applying for a job. It's the same set of skills that you need to put together that nomination packet. And again, I think just being aware of, there's nothing wrong with talking about your accomplishments. I think sometimes, especially women, tend to not want to um, brag. Like I said, it's, it's, it's not really bragging, but they tend to not want to talk about the things they have accomplished. We tend to talk about more about the things we want to accomplish. You know, look in the rearview mirror, put it together, apply for these awards and scholarships that we have. And for those people out there who know people who are deserving, be proactive and reach out and nominate them for the awards and scholarships. You'll be surprised how much that's going to add value to their career and to them as people. So that brings me to my last question, actually, Lavina. So we were not able to present the Histotech of the Year Award to you in person this year, um, but we were able to surprise you during the virtual banquet. 
And that event was a lot of fun. And I was humbled to hear what these awards and scholarships have meant to the people that received them. I know Lena Spencer in her acceptance of the Histotech of the Decade Award said that she didn't know where she fit in among the legends who had been previous recipients, but she felt that she was a cheerleader for NSH and the profession, always raising awareness and promoting histotechnology. So I wanna ask you as the Histotech of the Year recipient, there've been some amazing recipients of this award as well. So what do you see as your role and how you would like to be remembered within the profession? Well, first I'm even honored to be mentioned in the same breath as some of those former recipients. And, and because of that, I think I feel even more of a responsibility than, than probably I did before to promote my profession mentor future histotechnology professionals. And I guess I just want to be remembered as someone who was the reason someone either discovered histotechnology or I would like to be the person someone mentions when they reflect on some someone who maybe made an impact in their career and life. And for me, that's, that's the important part. And I'm, I'm really proud to be an NSH member and a histotechnology professional. And I know what that can bring to you in your career. And I just want that for other people as well. Okay, Lavina. Well, I know we will continue to see a lot more of you in your career and within NSH. And I look forward to hopefully getting to see you again in person in Reno in 2022 and virtually this year. So in the meantime, I'd like to encourage our listeners to nominate someone for the 2021 Histotech of the Year. It's a great way to recognize a mentor who's making a difference in the field. Yeah, agreed. To anyone listening, please nominate a worthy individual. There are lots of them out there. You're going to make a world of difference to the histology community and to them. Thank you.